TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. When you play for the Green Bay Packers, a lot of doors open up. When you win a Super Bowl, all doors open up. Oh, you make the Hall of Fame. Football heaven opens up. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. And no longer do we have to say future Hall of Famer. He's in. Leroy Butler getting his gold jacket, getting his bust, getting the accolades he deserves in Canton, Ohio this weekend. Again, we made the trip down. Thanks to our friends at Current Electric, Schneider, and pick and save, which that had to be the first Hall of Fame speech Leroy gave that ever mentioned pick and save. It may also have been the first Hall of Fame speech to ever mention TikTok. Leroy got that in as well. So great speech from Leroy. Shorter than the others. They said these guys only had six minutes and then, you know, but some of these speeches were so emotional. It's like, I'm not cutting that off. I, I'm not I'm not saying you're not talking anymore. The only one I watched was Leroy, so... Yeah, they were good. Uh, Dick Vermeil went on and basically had a 200-person list of everyone he thanked. Uh, Bryant Young's was depressing. I mean, he lost a kid. I didn't know this. He lost a kid at 13. That was very sad. Tony Baselli, uh was was very good. So yeah, the speeches and Richard Seymour. Richard Seymour had a had a nice speech. The other uh, two of them were inducted uh, after their death: Sam Mills and Cliff Branch. And then the ref that was introduced or inducted, Art McNally, he's 97. He did get his green jacket. He's at home, uh, but his grandkids were there to accept for him. So eight inductees into the 2022 Hall of Fame. Their busts are now in Canton. They let them party with them a little bit on Saturday night, and then the bus go in Canton forever. And we will get to the Brewers, but I, I kind of want to start with the Hall of Fame. Is that okay? 100%. I mean, I, I, this is a Brewers team is yes, infuriating. Yes, let's shove them off to They later. are one in five since the trade deadline. Okay, great. Later. Later. And Mark's blaming Stearns for everything. What is that? 
So when are we going to do this? Seven o'clock? I think we're going to do this at yeah. seven. Yeah. I'm going to play Mark's interview with Adam <laughs> McKelvey. You've heard it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't get to hear it until, uh, I think, Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I just saw some clips, and I saw some quotes, and I thought, hey, okay. And then and then I listened to it Saturday. I was stunned. But, yeah, it was a nonstop weekend. So I went to Canton, Ohio, home of the Hall of Fame, which I didn't realize this. Joe Varden wrote a piece on The Athletic. He's normally an NBA guy, but he, he wrote this piece that it's very interesting in, in Canton. First of all, Canton, Ohio is – it's 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 cool that there is just this Rust Belt town that is the home of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Like Canton had a team, you know, in the 1920s, and so did Milwaukee, and so did Racine. If you guys don't know much about this, you got to look up the 1920s history of the NFL. There were there were teams all over the place. It was it was wild. So. Canton, Ohio has the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but things around Canton, the NFL was kind of getting tired of, of doing it. Roger Goodell was like, this, this city is not up to standard, or the facilities are not up to standard for the NFL. What happened with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is it's in Cleveland, obviously, but they don't like going to Cleveland every year to celebrate. So they started to rotate between Cleveland and New York. For the induction, because they want the glitz and glamour. So one year they'll do Cleveland. One year they'll do New York. So that's what they were looking at with the NFL. They were thinking, well, maybe we take this show on the road too, like we do the NFL draft. Who's the biggest uh, person getting inducted? Who who do we want to get inducted? Is, is it Leroy? Let's have it in Green Bay this year. Is it Tony Vaselli? Let's do it in Jacksonville. So they wanted to take it on the road. The city of Canton fought and fought to keep it. And what they've done is completely upgraded a lot of facilities so they're up to NFL snuff. So it's interesting. When you go down there, there's a lot of construction right now because Canton has the Hall of Fame. And the Hall of Fame is run by the Hall of Fame. But then there's a separate thing called the Hall of Fame Village, which is like an amusement park type situation where they're going to have uh, fields to play on and water parks and hotels and, and shops. They're right next to the Hall of Fame, but they're not part of the Hall of Fame. But the Hall of Fame has to work together with this village. Otherwise, the NFL is going to leave. Now, the Hall of Fame would have still been in Canton forever. They're not picking that up and moving it. They were just going to move the induction ceremony. So the facility, the stadium they play at now is pretty impressive. You know, I, I don't know how many people it seats, maybe seven, eight, nine thousand, maybe more than that. It looks it looks sharp. It looks sharp when you're when you're there on the field and you see around it. It looks pretty sharp. Uh, their high school team plays there now, which for a high school stadium, my goodness. But it looks pretty sharp. But they were remodeling that because years ago it was just like it was it was a high school stadium up here. Well, maybe, you know, it was not that great. And we all know that Josh McDaniels played at that. Stadium because they said it about 500 times on the broadcast at the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, but isn't that cool? It is cool. It is cool. To well, know I'm that. glad they said it 500 times because yeah. I caught it when they said it the 500th time. Okay. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. He grew up in Canton. He, he, he walked to that stadium. He walked by that stadium, walked by the Hall of Fame every day to get to his school. So his 
first game in his second stint as a head coach was at his high school stadium. Yeah. So there will be uh there will be they're gonna be good this year. Cause Gary and I got a ride from the head coach at one point. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they have three uh D one Okay. They have three D one talents. <laughs> I don't I yeah, I don't know. Gary, man, Gary. Yeah. I'll get to Gary. Okay. Uh, I'll get to Gary. But the city of Canton, um, so they so they have the Hall of Fame now, and the field looks better. It was very playable. Remember a few years ago, once they started remodeling and refurbishing, the Packers had a game there against the Colts, and they couldn't play it because the field was not up to par. Remember an hour before the game, they're like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not playing this. Uh, we're not playing this here." So they ended up not having the game at all between the Packers and the Colts. And people that go to this game, you know, this is like if you live in Canton. It's not too far from Cleveland, so a lot of Browns fans there. But if you live in Canton, I mean, the NFL comes to your town. You're going to go, even if it's Jacksonville and the Raiders throwing in their backups, except for Josh Jacobs. You're going to go to this game, and you're going to have a good time. Uh, There is kind of a Lambeau environment around it. If you don't get parking at the stadium, you can park in people's lawns. Uh, We definitely did that a couple of times. So... It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's not totally built up how it's going to be built, but if you like football, I mean, you should you should go to the Hall of Fame at some point. And if you want to make a weekend out of it, that's the weekend to do it. Uh, there is a lot of talking that happens. It's basically it's a game, and then you go to watch people talk a bunch. So if you don't like listening to speeches and and it drags on for you, uh, that is going to be that is going to be not what you like. You can tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan, 414-677-1250, 414-677-1250. Just want to talk about Canton a little bit as I went with Gary Ellerson of the Wendy's Big Show, former Packer and Badger running back, of course, here at the station. We're celebrating our teammate, Leroy Butler. Uh, I don't know when he'll be back here, but he he's had a whirlwind couple of weeks uh, for sure. So it's been great to, to witness that and, and check in with him. A little bit, but it's been, it, it was fun. I will talk Brewers. I'm going to hold off for like 10 minutes. I just, I need to talk about the good times before I get into this train wreck of a team. They're done, by the way. I, I mean, it's over. Sorry. Wait, what do you want? It's the, the, and then, and then the bullpen and then Devin Williams can't pitch now. Jeez. Wait, what? How about you tell Devin Williams you're going to trade Josh Hader before you stun him with this news? Did I miss something? Why? Devin Williams? Oh, he just can't pitch. I gotcha. No, he sucks. I see what you mean. I thought you meant he's out, out. Like, no, he's out. His brain is yes, out. Yes. His heart is out. Yep. His determination. He, he lost his friend and now he's sad. And I don't blame him. I mean, if you just got plucked out of here and got sent to San Diego, I'd be a little sad too. Yeah. Yeah, Tim. Thank you. I'm still trying to recover from Toby, <laughs> wherever the hell he is. I don't know. The big show today. Big show today? Oh, so I'll see so you in a little bit. Oh, good. See, look at your mood changed real quick. Yeah, well, it's good. I, you know, I miss Toby. Yeah, Toby, Toby, Toby. Okay. Everybody thought that me and Gary Ellerson would have the road trip from hell. Why Why did they think that? Why, why, I don't know. Why, why did they think that? I think you guys were having fun. We had a really good time. We left here. We were going to leave here Thursday morning at like 5 to get through Chicago. And then uh, we decided to leave at 8. <laughs> I know. I, I saw you. <laughs> yeah. So we gave you a call. Yeah. We gave you a call. Yep. We ended up giving you a call, and then when we were on the phone on uh, Thursday's show, we missed our turn. 
in Chicago with some construction. So just blame it on me. Yeah, I blame it on you. Uh, blame it on you. So Thursday we went down. Uh, Gary and I probably drove half and half. People are interested in the stats of who drove. Yeah, you got to a bridge, right? And he was like, uh-uh. We drove his car. There's a really, like, I'm not, I can drive over bridges. Some people can't. I think I know exactly which one you're talking about. It goes into Gary. Yep. Yeah, it goes into Gary, Indiana. And it even for a guy like me who's fine with bridges, for the most part, I mean, it's still, it was egregious. It was. It's unbelievable this bridge exists, especially if you're afraid of bridges. How do you get over it? It is awful. There's another bridge. The only other bridge that I've been on that I thought has been that aggressive. I mean, like the Golden Gate Bridge. Just name dropping bridges I've been on. That's what I do. The Hone Bridge. The Hone. There's this bridge going into Iowa. From Lacrosse. From like Prairie du Chien. Okay. That is, I mean, you go up, you don't see the bridge. You dr- you drive up at such an angle that you don't know where the bridge is. And then when you drive down, you have to, like, keep your foot on the brake. Otherwise, you're going to fly down at 150 miles an hour. I don't understand how these bridges first were ever built and how they continue to exist. So, yeah, there's a bridge going into Gary, which, man, I haven't, like, been inside of the city of Gary, Indiana, so I don't know. But just driving through, there's no dumpier city like that looks like a dumpier city. I can't, I mean, it's just lines and it's just awful. And they have space with like Michigan, but it's just filled up by industry. You gave me inspiration for my, we on our, on that draft mockery thing that they do in the afternoon. Yeah. They picked, it was the theme was uh, uh, places you don't want to go to. And I picked Gary, Indiana as one of mine. Oh, God. Gary's yeah. awful. I call it the armpit of America. Is that a good. Well, again, I never, I've never driven, driven around yeah. Gary, so I don't quite know the situation. But it is, uh, it is brutal. So we drove through, and then we got to the hotel, really nice hotel. Uh, we stayed maybe ten minutes outside of Canton, and we uh, we got dressed and ready to go. And then we went to the Hall of Fame game. So drove down to the Hall of Fame game. Uh, it was the Raiders in Jacksonville, and right away we got to go on the field. And that was pretty neat. So we got to see what's up. And then I was trying to do some video, and, and, and it was very hot. I mean, any picture I took, I was pouring sweat. And I didn't have a hat because the all my hats are brewer's hats. I didn't feel like, you know. But I have one, I don't want to say nice hat. I'm wearing it today. It's the Callaway hat. I have a Callaway golf hat. And that I feel like is okay to wear in press situations. But I couldn't find it. I couldn't find my hat. Turns out we have a little play kitchen for my son. It was in the play oven. He had like four of my hats in there, and I had no idea. I've been missing a couple hats for a couple of months, and all my hats have been in this play oven. So I did I did find it as he was pretending to cook yesterday, and I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Daddy's hat. So I got my hat back. So we went to the game. I was a sweaty mess. It was horrendous. It was great, but also I was just a mess. And then we um, we had a weather delay. We had a weather delay. So everybody had to get into the field. So Gary and I and, and Hassan, we went to go hide in the press box. Although the press box is like a maze to get up there. So I ended up being in the concourse where it was even hotter. People just sitting around. These are people in Canton, Canton residents, so excited to see their team. And they're just sitting there in the hot, hot heat. Eventually the game was played. Raiders won. 
the weather got better. Leroy got introduced. Uh, that was cool. And then interviewed a couple of times on NBC. So uh, that was cool on that regard. And then we uh, well, got separated again. I hadn't seen Leroy yet. Gary and his son went down to the field. They thought I was down there at halftime. They saw Leroy. I did not. So I'd still not seen Leroy up to this point. So then we went back to the hotel. Um, you know, we thought, hey, we're in Canton. Let's celebrate a little bit. Thought we'd buy a bottle of, of something. But in Ohio, you can't buy alcohol anywhere. Did you know this? You can buy beer no. everywhere. Yeah, in Ohio, if you want a bottle of liquor in Ohio, uh-huh. you have to get it. Basically, you can only get it at grocery stores before nine. And it's got to be, it can't be, just be, it's like a state, it's got to be a state licensed liquor depot. Okay, I was going to say, you can't get a liquor store? It's really weird. It's weird how we have 50 states and none of them have the same rules. Like once you once you get out of Wisconsin, there's signs everywhere for dispensaries. You know, <laughs> it's weird. What what is up with it? It's so weird. Leave it up to the states. Did you see Aaron Rodgers at one of those places? I did not. Which <laughs> is that not performance enhancing drugs? Uh, Rodgers said. Rodgers said he took a drug and then his performance was enhanced. Is that not performance enhancing drugs? One would say it is. So that's what we did Thursday. Friday, then we had the show at uh, the hotel where the legends were staying. Now, this was a hotel that the NFL like put money into because they didn't like it. So it was a really nice hotel, but I didn't realize until I read this piece on The Athletic about everything Canton had to do to save this weekend. So it was a nice hotel. And in the lobby, everybody's walking around. I mean, everybody that was there was walking around. You want to see Michael Irvin? You saw him. You want to see Jerry Rice? You saw him. I saw Jerry Rice and Jerry Jones have like a 10-minute conversation. Yeah. Jerry Jones, I wonder if he, he was floating around and he saw that there was a radio show going on. Off air, you kept on saying, you're like, Jerry Jones keeps looking at me. I think he wants to come on. Uh, it wasn't so much the eye contact, but he was he was walking around in a, in a familiar pace. He was, he, I don't know. I thought owner to owner, I thought we could have had a little owner's meeting. Owner there. to owner. Yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been nice. Okay. So we did the show. Uh, it was fun. Uh, James Lofton sat with us. That's when we did finally see Leroy. He sat with us for a little bit. Charles Woodson sat with us for a little bit. Uh, Santana Dotson and Gilbert Brown sat with us for a little bit. So it was great to see those guys uh, there to celebrate Leroy. And if you missed any of that, I mean, I, I would – Check it out. The last two shows that that I've been on have just been celebrations for Leroy. Uh, it's been it's been really fun to kind of go back and hear some of these new stories, but then hear some of the old ones again as well. So it's been really great to celebrate a guy who I think really deserves it. Uh, and we'll play a speech a little bit later in the show today if you missed any of it, or it's, it's definitely worth hearing again. I mean, the guy shouts out, pick and save TikTok, uh, Drake, and Lil Baby. I mean, who does that? Who does that? So it was a great speech uh, from Leroy. So then on Friday, we do the hotel. Then there was the gold jacket ceremony. Uh, gold jacket ceremony was nice. Gary had real tickets, so he had a nice meal. I had media, so they just gave us pizza. But I wasn't complaining. Good pizza? Oh, yeah. Real good pizza. So I had pizza. And then they did the ceremony. The ceremony was pretty long, so you might have seen some clips of it. They are going to edit it down for, I think, like an hour presentation on NFL Network. Rich Eisen was the host. Um, he made a lot of jokes about Michigan beating Ohio State. All right. 
Uh, Roger Goodell was there. He got booed. I get we boo the commissioner, but I don't know, man. It's Hall of Fame weekend. I don't, I don't know that you boo him. And then what they do is they do the gauntlet. So they introduce these guys. All First of all, they introduce every Hall of Famer that's there. And there were 108 of them there. And that was the most living Hall of Famers ever. Then there were 55 maybe more families representing those that have passed. So there's there was this was the biggest collection of Hall of Famers ever. Yeah, there were some guys not there. I mean, Brett Favre wasn't there. You know, there's been some discussion about that. Should he have been there for Leroy? I think uh, yes, but Brett Favre wasn't there. Uh, but Ron Wolf was there, and like I said, uh, well, Dave Robinson was there, James Lofton, Charles Woodson. So they introduce all these guys, and Dan Fouts is in the middle of the stage introducing all these guys, and I thought he was doing a tremendous job. Then he gets to Charles Woodson, and he says, and this man says some accolades, and he says, Rod Woodson. Wait. Oh, no. Uh, he, goes, he goes like this. Rod Woodson. This is, this is like a 30-second thing of what, what happened. Dan Fount's in the middle. Everyone's looking at him. Rod Woodson. Todd. Todd. Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. Is Charles. Charles. Is he coming out now? Is he introducing next? So then Charles didn't come out because he said they said the wrong name. So Charles came out at the very, very end, but I he, was, he wasn't happy. What's he? I was about to say, what was his reaction? I didn't see it because the guys were under us, but okay. I, I mean, he didn't come out. So what is the reaction? But then Leroy came out, uh, went through the gauntlet. They hug all these guys. It's really cool. And then uh, they bring him back on stage and give him the jacket. And his wife, Genesis, gave him the jacket. And he finally got to put it on. Uh, and then they celebrate a little bit. And then uh, the next day was the induction. I got up early to do the show. We did a show, a Road to Canton show. If you love Leroy Butler, you got to listen to the show. So it, I, I, I probably, it's probably one of the best shows that I've ever been on. And part of that was because I talked very little. <laughs> okay. So what we did was we found some of the great highlights. We found, we, well, we played some of the stuff from the other day, from Friday. And then Mike Holmgren, when he called in to talk. The late Bobby Bowden, when he called in to talk. Leroy, this year, did an interview with Tony Baselli on the big show. We had Leroy Butler interviewing Tony Baselli on our airwaves 90 minutes before they got inducted. I just think that's pretty incredible that we were able to, to do that for you guys. So it was a really great show. The inductions were great. Again, Leroy's speech, uh, quicker than the other ones, but good. You know, he was up there performing. He was, you know, you know the guy. He can work his way around a microphone. And so he had no problem. You always worry, even if even if you know they're pros, you worry. It's a guy you know, you, you worry about that a little bit. But he, there's no reason to worry. He did fantastic. And then um, I went through the Hall of Fame just a little bit. I was probably in the Hall of Fame for an hour. I spent 30 of those minutes in the gift shop and 30 actually just like quickly buzzing through the Hall of Fame as much as I could. So saw the room with the bus, saw some of the other stuff. So I, I definitely, you know, want to go back at some point and really take it slowly. But uh, then we went back to the hotel and then uh, there was a Packer party that night that uh, I, I, my invite got lost in the mail. But Gary uh, went and I went to bed at like eight o'clock. And then we pe- and then we got on the road at 6 a.m. yesterday and, and drove, drove all night to get to to you, Tim Tim Shea. Well, thanks for coming back. Well, that's pretty much the weekend. Gary and I made a lot of fun memories. Uh, we had a lot of good conversation. We have so many inside jokes. 
We're like best friends, basically. That's awesome that you got to go. That was fun. Yeah, a lot of people were like, there was one point where I was sitting down with, uh, well, Santana Dotson and Gilbert Brown and Gary Ellerson are all doing a show in front of me. And people are like, man, that is so cool for you. You're such a big Packer fan. That's so cool. I said, I was just kind of cool for me. Like the radio show sounded good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I am a big Packer fan. I love them. You're an owner. I, I watched all of Family Light last night on DVR. How'd it go? Uh, Romeo Dubs does look very good. Okay. Yeah, he does. So I watched I watched all of that. And it was a fun weekend. Any questions before I never talk about this again? Um, Not bring anything back for me? They bring no. anything back for you? I'm going to say no. Yeah, there's a poster. Uh, there's a poster with Leroy on it. You can get the poster. Poster with Leroy and the inductees. I bought a couple pint glasses. I bought a couple shirts. I spent way too much money. They're like, hey, if you spend $25, you can have this tumbler for $10. Bucks. I was like, I don't want it. They go, $10? Bucks. I go, oh, all right. Got a tumbler. Got a pack of cards. Man, it's, it's, t- it's tough to not. Oh, I bought helmets. I bought little helmets for my son. So I bought him a 32-pack of these helmets, and I'm trying to – I'm going to get him – I'm going to – forget teaching my son potty training. Forget teaching my son manners. I've got 32 helmets that I'm going to make sure he tries to figure out and knows who these teams Each are. Each team? Okay. Yeah. So I was describing – first, what we did yesterday was I would describe the type of helmet, and he would have to pick it out because I can't say Titans. He's not going to know that the little T with yeah. the thing is a Titans. Yeah. So I would say, like – Get the blue one or get the... I'd say it's a white helmet and there's a T with some fire off of it. Yep. And then I said, uh, for the Bengals, uh, it looks like tiger stripes. Does he know the Packers? If you said, he knows get the, the Packer one. I said, get the Packers. He knows the Packers. And then I said, all right, because we're potty training him. I said, you know what a potty looks like? The one that looks like a potty. <laughs> he picked up the Bears right nice. away. Nice. Good I mean, for him. He picked him. up the Bears yep. right away. Teaching him young. Yeah. It was... It was uh, yeah, right away. So we're doing that. Uh, so yeah, I bought a lot of stuff. So good weekend, very good weekend. Glad to be home, but very good weekend. Mike the Painter, what's up, buddy? Good to talk to you. How you been, man? Good morning. Hey, man. I it's swell, but you know, better than Yap has been. That is for sure. That's why I haven't been able to call. I haven't been able to. How's the app today? I haven't been able to. I was outside, and I stayed out there a little extra longer just so that I could get the reception, and it stayed on all the way through the building. So The app did? It's a plus, yes. Oh, nice. It did. I've been able to listen since the beginning. But, you know, Leroy getting into the hall, that is such a, that's such a treat for us Packer fans because that guy just is the symbol of Green Bay Packers. You know, he that smile on that on that bust is just that's affectionate. You know, he 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 just makes you happy every time you think about a play that he made or you know, how wonderful that guy played the game and yeah, it's I'm so happy for him. Now what's left is him to be enshrined in the hall uh the hall green bay packer hall of fame right well he's in that but now they're now they're gonna put his name the ring of honor yeah they're gonna put his name in the ring of honor yeah the ring of honor which that's i mean that the hall of i mean that's 
that's great too, man. That is to, for him to have his number and name up there next to the greats. You know, I I hope I can get to that game, and I hope I know which game that's going to be soon. Because that would be such a treat. I actually got to see Rod Woodson or Rod. Let's see. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? How embarrassing. But no, I, I can't wait to see that. That'd be nice. Yeah, it'll be but, fun. Well, yeah, I hope the app stays on for you, buddy. I so so do I. I hope I can listen to your show all day. Yeah, it'd be good. I, I well, mean, the test good. is after I hang up with you, is it gonna be still on? That is going to be the test. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I mean the yep. app, the, the app working is kind of a big deal. I mean, my job kind of depends on how many people listen, and if the app's not working, then I'm in trouble. But no big exactly. deal. And, uh, yeah, no big a lot deal. of people have been having a lot of problems with it. So. Oh yeah, yeah. No, my my mentions on Twitter is basically Odyssey help responding to every third tweet. So <laughs> right. I, I like I almost blocked him. I saw him so much. <laughs> Well, Ridiculous. you have a great day. All right, buddy. And you have a great day. Goodbye, Mike. So hey, Mike. Leroy Butler. What's that, Leroy Butler? Yeah. What, what, what did you just say, Leroy Butler? Like, I have a great day? I think, yeah. Leroy oh, okay. Butler. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. So, a really good weekend. Again, for me, maybe the highlight of this uh, was on uh, the big show on Friday. So, we're talking to Bob Harlan on the phone. We're talking to Bob Harlan, former Packer president, on the phone. This is pretty cool. James Lofton sees Gary Ellerson. You know, they, they know each other. So he sits down. This is what's great about Gary. If I was just a media guy, I'd be like, uh, Mr. James, can you check? And he'd be like, yeah. But he just comes and so they just come and sit down. They don't care if you're on the air or not. So he just comes and sits down, talks to Gary. And then uh, Bob Harlan's on. Like, he didn't know right away that Bob Harlan was on the phone. And then Leroy sees Lofton and Gary and me, and so he comes over. And he didn't know Bob Harlan was on the phone. And Leroy... Leroy thinks the world of Bob Harlan, and, and why wouldn't he? So this is, of all the things that I wanted to play back, uh, this is, if you didn't hear this at all, James Lofton sits down. We tell him Bob Harlan's on. I got a microphone. I got a headset on, but I'm just like, I'm not getting in the middle of this. And then Leroy, so I, I give Leroy my headset, and, and he gets to talk to Bob a little bit. And this is from uh, the show on Friday. So we'll have this. We'll come back. I've been putting it off long enough, but we do have to talk about this awful Brewers team. I mean, I, they they keep saying uh, we got to be stronger than this, we got to be better. But I, how do you how do you have any confidence right now after this trade deadline? And now the bullpen, all these guys that have come over are like no good up to this point. So we'll talk about that. But this is a great moment from our weekend coverage, the road to Canton, twelve fifty a.m. The fan. Bob, I have a I have a guest here uh, that's about to come on. If you can hold on one second, uh, James Lofton, can you testing say, one? Can you two. say hi to uh, Bob Harlan? Hey, Bob Harlan, how you doing? James, I'm wonderful. How about yourself? Are you where are where are you up in Green Bay or in the UP? No, I'm in Green Bay. Great. But James, it's wonderful to talk to you. I'm glad you're there for Leroy. Oh, it it is fantastic. Just spent some time with him. He and Dave Robinson and I just took a picture and i was telling those guys this takes you from the 60s to the 2000s <laughs> just three guys standing here that's right and three of the most important people in packers history by the way 
Well, and you're probably number four on that list then, huh? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm way, way down that list. No. But it's, it's nice to hear from you, and I'm so glad you're there. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, Gary, I just wanted to say, while James is here, Yes. There, there was the finest. I'll never forget the day we drafted James Lofton, the excitement in the draft room, and what a great, great contra- contributor to the Green Bay Packers he was for so many years. Great part of our history. Well, and you know what? When you mentioned history, I remember being worked out by the Packers. I was at Stanford track practice, and Al Tremel and um, Lou Carpenter came to work me out and worked me out in Stanford Stadium. And, you know, back then, I don't think college students were acutely aware of how the NFL worked. So getting to work out for in front of Lou Carpenter and then finding out that he was a former player and had played for Lombardi was so exciting to me. Well, good. Well, James, it's wonderful to talk to you. I'm delighted you're there. And it's, it's, please give our regards to your family. I certainly will. Bob, I have another guest here for you that I'd like to talk oh to you God. real quick. Bob, this is Leroy Butler. Mr. Butler, Bob. you are my hero. You are my hero, Leroy. This is breaking news, but you're in my speech. <laughs> I, well, I, I'm so. Well, I, I tell you what, I'm so I'm as happy for you this weekend as as you've got to be for your and proud for yourself. Uh, your career was outstanding, Leroy. You're a wonderful person a great salesman for the National Football League and the Green Bay Packers. And we need more people who have your character and your dignity. And what you meant to this franchise was huge. And what you meant to the National Football League is huge, too. So you're finally in that spot you deserve to be in. I could not be happier. Bob, I love you and your wife. Y'all have done so much for me. I'm just so emotional because... You just did everything for me. I remember my mom telling you, take care of my baby. <laughs> you say, Miss Bella, I definitely will. I just love and respect you. And, yes, you are in my speech because I wouldn't do it any other way. People like you paved the way for me to play for just one team. Just one team. Well, I, I just appreciate what you've done. I mean, thank you so much. Well, now, why y'all got me you. doing this, Gary? I mean, y'all wasn't supposed to do me like this. They told me they had a surprise guest, but you didn't tell me you had the most platinum person <laughs> in Packer history. <laughs> Please tell your family, your kids, everybody, we love them, your wife, everybody. And well, I'm here Roy, representing I, you. I'm here representing you. Well, I will, and I, I couldn't be prouder of you or happier for you. And my sincere, sincere congratulations to you on this great, great accomplishment. Well-deserved. Thank you so much, Bob. I love you. Love you too, Leroy. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Well, Peter, you get very emotional, but sometimes you forget I had that. Where did they find that? The Hall of Fame is platinum. They're like, give us this. You want this? You want this? I mean, I couldn't do it without the Hall of Fame volunteers and the organization that they have to go through is truly amazing. They really make it easy for me. And uh, Brent with the uh, Packer Hall of Fame, he was involved with the house. I have a locker there as well. And I wanted to put some all band stuff in there, of course, because all Madden was fire. I mean, if you didn't make the Pro Bowl or all pro, that make all Madden. I mean, that was, I mean, it's the best game of all time, by the way. But I just want to put some things in there. And I think each year or every other year, we may change out some things. But I thought it was important for me to put my high school helmet in there to let kids who tour that museum every day, hundreds of field trips and kids, this is a trip you must make in your lifetime. The Hall of Fame is truly at the tip of the sword when it comes to the history of their players. The focus is on the players. So when you do things like that locker, because I, I, I'm glad you asked that, Peter, because some people are tweeting me like, what's the blue helmet? And when one of my fans said, well, that's his high school helmet. Some guy goes, who has his high school helmet? <laughs> I do. And the reason why, because I thought it would be something that one day that I could showcase and be proud of at uh, Robert E. Lee High School. From Robert E. Lee High School to Florida State to the Green Bay Packers, these are different moments of Leroy's life that were all represented uh, very well over the weekend. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Coming back from the road to Canton is Leroy's in Canton. We're, we're broadcasting live over the weekend, finally inducted into the Hall of Fame. Gary Ellerson and myself went, and I forgot to tell you, Tim, I forgot to tell you what else happened on this trip. Yeah. I, yeah, I got in a car accident. What? Yeah. Uh-oh. What happened? I got, I got, I got in a car accident. Well, I don't know if I can... Well, uh, okay. You I, be the judge of what this is. I, I, it was not Gary's car. Okay. So I drove Gary's car down. I drove Gary's car back. Okay, that's good. Gary at one point was like, thank you for driving. You're doing a tremendous job. And I'm so thirsty for any sort of compliment I took, and I wore it with pride. Mm -hmm. Now, my car was parked here for the weekend. I didn't hit it. Normally, I park in a certain area. We have, like, a parking lot that's a big parking lot, and then there's, like, a little offshoot. I normally park in the little offshoot. Yep. But because I was going to be gone for a few days, for some reason, I thought, well, park over in the other spot. Uh, Why? I don't know. I don't know why I did it. 
So normally, when I leave the facility, when I leave, when I leave here today, mm-hmm. I will pull out and leave a parking spot. Mm-hmm. And you know the rhythm of that. It's pull out, make sure there's no other cars, and leave a parking spot. Well, I use that rhythm, but for some stupid-ass reason, we've got like 20 poles over there. Did you hit a pole? So I went out my normal way and backed into a pole, and it made a, a tremendously loud thud. And there was there's a little bit of paint damage on the back of my car. I don't care. I was going to say, I can't see anything from here with the back of your car. But where the exhaust is, there's the exhaust, and there's like a little spot around the exhaust. like a. Okay. I think it got like smushed a little bit. Oh. So I'm worried I'm going to start my car, and the whole thing's going to blow up. I don't know anything about cars. Or it's going to like melt the plastic now. I, I, I told Odyssey I was going to bill them for that. They said... Uh, Bill Intercom. <laughs> he, said, he said, that's not going to work. <laughs> so, yeah, I got, I, uh, I, I'll have this, I'll, I have the scars to show for it for this trip to Canton. Every time I look at my car and see that, that scratched up paint, I got to take it in though. I got to fix this exhaust. I got to see what the hell's going on. It's not like I was doing anything bad. I wasn't texting. I wasn't on the phone. I wasn't. I just I just didn't realize how far these poles extended. They extend past the normal parking lot spot, which is the problem. The funny thing is, when I was here on Saturday for the postgame show, I was wondering why you parked over there. I'm like, yeah. why did he park there? Because I wanted to be out of the way. It's a little more out of the way. Not like anybody's at this building after COVID exactly. anyway. Exactly. Just should have stayed in your spot. I feel like that's your spot until ten fifteen. Well, I screwed up. Yeah, I made a. I made a. See, this is the thing that bothers me about my life is, it's a pretty good life. Besides, I'm getting way out of control with my weight again. I lost. I lost some pounds, and then I gained some pounds back. But the pounds I gained back, like I, I lost five pounds proportionately, and I was like feeling better about it. Then I gained the five pounds back all tummy. So that's, I don't know what that's about. I feel like anytime I'm talking about stuff like this, somehow Ron's always on the phone. Hey, Ron, what's up, buddy? <laughs> well, I'm not going to go into your weight today. <laughs> but uh, the reason I called is, you know, I was listening to the Tim Allen show after the Brewers game, and a, a lot of callers were calling saying, oh, the Brewers are babies. Grow up. It's a business. Suck it up and play better. And uh, and now I'm sick of these callers who are saying that the trade messed things up. They're a bunch of crybabies, too. And I think these people don't get what sports is really all about. Is any of the Brewers, even let's say Devin Williams goes on and has a fantastic career and becomes a Hall of Famer in 25 years, is there going to be anyone in the front office or the owner that he will love? Like Leroy loves Bob Harlan. I lived in Green Bay, you know, during the Bob Harlan years, and I knew Ron Wolf. And these were men of character, and the people on the the players were striving for perfection, and they made it possible for them to do that. So there was a chemistry and and like a love amongst the teammates that the Brewers had, and they got that's dead. It's not coming back. Leroy loved being a Packer um, so much that he eventually had to take a pay cut to stay. Yeah, and it's the the Brewers kind of had a great chemistry, and yeah, I never thought they were going to the World Series with their offense. Oh, and people are like, why are people so down that Josh Hader was traded? He knew he was going to have to be traded. 
yeah, I wasn't surprised that he was traded, but I was surprised that he was traded for a crappy return. And then two days later, you DFA one of the guys, and then you uh, pay $4 million for another guy who hasn't played in two years. I mean, none of these moves make sense from a, if you're even trying to compete for next year. Uh, the, uh, the, the player they got, he's, he's not some great prospect. We gave away one of our prospects at, for the $4 million deal. So none of the moves like, make sense. What happened here? And none of the moves make sense. And I was saying, like, if David Stearns was trying to get fired, what would he have done differently? If I was David Stearns and I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm just exactly. trying to get fired. Well, what did he do? I, I traded my reliever, my all-star closer for, like you said, four guys, none of who are going to make a major impact right away, one that I've already DFA'd. And then I went and traded for a guy who I could have signed two weeks earlier and I'm taking on most of that salary, and he might not even pitch until Labor Day. And then one of the closers, like we're always worried about, oh, we maybe don't want this guy. He might be a locker room cancer. I don't know what Matt Bush is currently like, but he's got a pretty, you know, tragic history of, of drug yeah, abuse. Yeah, Matt, Matt Bush is on, like, his ninth chance. Prison. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, and he's kind of got a violent history. So I was like, he's not somebody that you really want in your locker room. But And I do, it's almost as dumb a decision as going to the New Odyssey app. And uh, I, I was a beta tester for the other app, and I told them that there was no advantages to it, but at least it wasn't crashing when I was beta testing it. You have a way that people can get back to the app every time they get a text or a call or, like, after this call, I'm going to have to do it. You got to relaunch the app. Just hit the um, live show button. Then just keep hitting the play button until you see back to live. Then hit back to live. So then at least it's, Last week, I couldn't get on half the time, but now I can always get on, but it takes about five minutes. That I think you can air check, uh, Tim, and send to the higher. Done and done. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. That's uh, good info to know. All right. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, keep. I like the Brewer fans to keep being crybabies because the Brewers, Brewer management deserves to hear that. Uh, good. But Thank- the Packers, the, the the Packers, thank you for the ninety for the nineties Packers. They were great to watch. Oh, uh, ab- absolutely! And congratulations to Leroy Butler, who is just a class guy and deserves everything great in life. Well, that's why I think uh, you know this Hall of Fame weekend. Thanks, Ron, was so special. Is I feel like if you live around Milwaukee, you've run into Leroy Butler at some point, you know. And even if you haven't, you know somebody who has. And. All the experiences that I've ever heard have been genuine. I, I mean, I can't talk about my experiences. The The biggest thing that I think of is I walked in um, as a producer one day, my first day to do the big show. I walked in thinking, oh, my God, that's Leroy Butler right there. The show ended. I walked out calling my dad. I was like, Dad, I think Leroy Butler and I are buddies. You know, he's just he's, he's so good. At, at just, you know, being so genuine. The first day I worked here, I did your show, and he came in right after, and he said, hold on, I'll be right back. Don't even know the guy. And he looked at me said that. Comes back two minutes later, throws me an autograph football. <laughs> I'm like, what? I go, what did I do to deserve this? He goes, this is for everything that you're going to do, and thank you. Wow. Yeah. Just did not expect that. Wow. Well, I will say that uh, you have earned that autograph football with everything we've put oh, Tim Shea you. through this summer. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we, 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 we're like, your, your hiring as an experiment is of uh, how much can we do to a guy and get away with? 
<laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So he knew he knew it was going to be a summer exactly. of hell for you. Exactly. <laughs> he, he knew he knew what was coming. 414-677-1250. 414-677-1250. Well, you earned it certainly with your scrub a dub song. Uh, that put you on the map right away. Scrub it up. Sign up. Scrub it up. Biz. Sign up for unlimited car washes. You can get your car washed every day if you'd like. You can get your car washed seven times a day if you want. Tim and I are still trying to figure out how to pull off the Scrub It Up Scrub Club Pub Club. We want to do a pub crawl. Well, or a scrub call. Crawl. What about doing a Scrub It Up Scrub video? Did you oh, see what Toby said? Yeah, to Toby us? tweeted us a video of these guys doing a uh, like a car wash video. But like lip syncing to some, I'm not, I ain't doing that. You and Sam or something can do that. You guys, I'm, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. All right. I gotta drop a few lbs before I ever go on camera again. Uh, me too. It was uh, we should maybe we should uh, uh, do a workout or something. Oh God, no! <laughs> I didn't really eat well this weekend. No, the pizza. A little pizza, some some, uh, some other food that I probably shouldn't have put in my body. The late night food. Yeah. Also, the I heard where wherever you stayed, you had a first room floor, and I remember you telling me a couple of months ago you hate first floor hotel rooms. I do. I do. How was it? You were fine. Uh, yeah, it ended up being fine. I just shut the window, so like I I didn't know what floor I was on. I just I don't like I don't like first floor rooms. And then I, I you know I I could have said something right away. I thought about it. When she gave me the room key, I thought about, can you just put me in a different room? And I, I, I just, I didn't. But then I ended up telling Gary that I don't like. And you, you tell Gary something, Gary's gonna tell everybody. So we come back that night. He's like, hey, can you help out my man Bart here? He, he's got a phobia of first floor hotel rooms. I said, Gary, it's fine. You know, like he like, Gary, man, Gary can talk to a tree. Gary can talk to anybody. I was, I was just, I was just stunned watching this man speak to people. It is a skill that I wish I I had. We did run into some listeners over the weekend. Yeah? Justin in North Carolina. Okay. You did meet up with him. We did I, meet up okay. with him. That's good. He was trying to get Gary a bottle of bourbon. That actually happened because we parked in the same parking lot on Saturday. Okay, good. And we saw him at the same time. There was, Justin, there was nothing on his body that wasn't Packers. He was wearing a watch with a G on it. He had a Leroy jersey. He had a Packer hat. He had Packer sunglasses. He had Packer shorts. He had Packer socks. He had Packer shoes. And I said that to him, and Gary goes, "Well, not your underwear." And, he, and Justin, like, look, he's like, "Oh no." He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> my my underwear is Packer underwear." Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So the guy was all dressed up, head to toe, in in Packers. There's a lot of good Packer support there. Any other listeners? Yeah, a couple more. Actually, we saw a bunch in that parking lot. That's crazy. Yeah. And then we saw uh old friend of station, Dan Plucker. Oh, nice. Yeah, I saw his pictures up there. Yeah, he had like fifth row seats. Yeah. So uh, Dan Plucker was there supporting Leroy, who he's done a lot of work with outside of the building as well. Yeah, it was a fun weekend, man. It was fun. I, I like it's the same with it's the same thing with concerts. I like it better that I did it and now I can look back at having done it. I was, I wasn't like a pill the whole week. You know, I just, I like, I like it better when I can look back and done it than, than when it actually doing something. That's something that you got to be of a certain age, I think, to finally understand. Cause it sounds weird, but it is true. Definitely true. We did catch as much of the Brewers as we could. I'm going to hear from Mark Antanasio coming up. I'm going to, he, he has a six minute interview with Adam McKelvey. 
that McKelvey posted on his Twitter. And McKelvey had some other quotes from Stern. So, he, I mean, he's been working hard. McKelvey's been great this weekend. I've, I've been so impressed with what he's been able to do and the questions he's been able to ask. And we'll have to talk to him at some point coming up here because he's been really – just he's been he's been getting things done. He's been getting information that that we want from these guys. He's been getting answers. And when you talk to Ananasio, there was a lot of uh, deflection towards David Stearns, which you want to talk about clubhouse chemistry. How about front office chemistry? I agree with Ron. I think you strip a guy like that off a team. It's not so much that it's Josh Hader. It's the message that you're getting from the organization. They're telling you we don't think you're good enough. They're telling you, I mean, the write-up is, and Mark will deny this, but I think he denies a lot of stuff, is that they want to win a World Series. Yet, when you look at the trades, the trades seem to be like they want to have sustained success rather than ever go all in for a World Series. They are hoping to win a World Series. It's the analogy I used with roses the other day. If I want to buy my wife roses, the the easiest path is to go to a flower shop and buy 12 roses. But what the brewers are doing is they're walking through a meadow hoping that they can just eventually pick 12 roses and make a bouquet out of that. Which they might eventually do. But, you know, it's kind of easier to do it the other way. Now, if you do it my way, you're out 30 bucks. Okay? If you do it the brewer's way, you still have money. But you might not get the roses. So, you know, the deeper I get into the analogy, maybe the less it works, but you get what I'm saying. So Friday night, uh, Friday night, they won that game, right? That was on Apple TV. Yes. Well, we get, we went down on Thursday. They lost that game on Thursday. What happened in the game on Thursday? Thursday? Who did they play? Didn't they lose? Didn't Devin Williams blow it again? Thursday. Was that at Pittsburgh? Yeah. Oh, yes. Thursday, they lost in extras. They oh, went yeah. to the 10th. And they literally gave up the lead in two or three pitches. Yeah. And then the pass ball. Yes. To end the game. Okay, and then Friday they won. Friday they won. Saturday they got trounced. Yep. And then yesterday. They just lost. I mean, yesterday they, Keston Hira tied it. I tweeted about Keston Hira yesterday. I said, Keston Hira should never play in the minors again. No matter how badly the nerds are trying to get his number retired in Nashville. Because every time I talk about Keston Hira, why I say, why isn't Keston Hira on this team rather than Pedro Severino? And the nerds tell me all these stats. Jesse, uh, he doesn't have a defensive position and he strikes out too much to be DH. Ken, he can't hit a high fastball. Always will be less than average. Okay, well, he's doing better than other these other schlubs. At least Keston's giving you something. These other guys are just voids. It's brutal. Our talking point Saturday on the postgame show was it's time for Craig to start playing his starters every day. We are down to the last 54 games of the year. We are two games out of first place. We are not in a playoff spot right now. If the playoff started today, the Brewers are at home watching it. It's How many out of the wild card are there? Two. So are they two of the division? Uh, one, one, two in the division, one out of the wild card. I mean that's unacceptable. They're one in five this week after the trade deadline because they traded away pieces against the Pirates and the Reds. The two this worst bullpen teams. is, I mean, Taylor Rogers, Matt Bush, 
Jake McGee who they cut? What is this? What is this? They got worse on purpose. I don't understand. Well, Mark Atanasio, he's deflecting everything. I don't like any of what we're about to hear. They are two games, two and a half games out of the wild card. Sorry, I got uh, on on San Diego. <sighs> San Diego. Dude, I, I heard this from Mark Atanasio, and I can't even believe I like the I, the audio we're about to play and talk about. I can't believe it's real because he just completely throws Stearns under the bus. And then he has the gall to mention Juan Soto. They take it. And then, and then uh, they actually try to argue that they took on salary. This team. Never have I seen a team. We've seen a lot of bad Brewers teams. We've seen a lot of Brewers teams. I remember 20 years ago, this is a team we should be celebrating. Davey Lopes gets fired. Jerry Royster wins his first three games as manager. And it was like the greatest thing that ever happened. We, we've had some bad Brewers teams. Now we have a good one. And they got worse on purpose. I think it. I think it was you last week who said there are seven teams for the playoff spots and only six spots. Yeah, the Brewers are going to be the one team that doesn't make it. I'm thinking that's probably accurate, unless something turns around. We'll get gaslit by the Brewers owner next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.